right, hello and welcome to another round of two old guys on the back porch. He is Tequila Dan. I am Steve Scotch. And she is Cat. That's C-A-T, the one driving the bus. Hey, y'all. Cat, where can we be found? We can be found on Amazon. We've been found on Audible, Spotify, um, Google. And everybody seems to love us on Apple Podcasts. We can also be found on Instagram and Facebook. So give us a holler. I like it. All right, as you know, alcohol is encouraged before, during, and after this thing. And as usual, we'll go around the porch and see what everybody brought. Dan, what did you bring to the porch today? I was looking at shaking things up for everybody, but I didn't want to disappoint our 1,400 listeners. So it's, it's margarita. Ah! If nothing, he's consistent. Catherine, what do you have? I'm having me a Corona Premier. Wow. All right. We're on the same page. I went with a uh, American mid-strength beer called Bud Light. We've got two drink alerts. One is back in my day, and the other is crickets. All right. We're going to get right to the meat of the matter here. <laughs> We're going, with that. We're going after the city of Richmond. It's, uh, and you're going to hear me say down there maybe quite a bit, because it, whatever, it's south of here, 20, 25 minutes away. Um, where to begin? I mean, first we'll start with the positives. Okay, All right, we're done with that. Right. All right, there's your cricket drinking alert. <laughs> just kidding. No, they have cleaned the place up down there. I mean, they, they took several old tobacco warehouses, turned them into apartments. Some of the rundown areas, they built new apartments. And, and those places fill right up. I, I don't know where these people are coming from. but I, I don't know where they're coming from either. I think either. they're from Northern Virginia and New Jersey. It's, but all, the, all, that, all that shit is cyclical, dude. The money comes to this neighborhood, goes out of that one, goes back to this one. Goes, Manchester's coming back alive. That's where all the money's going now. What a shithole that place was 15 years ago. Right, right. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they've repaired some bridges, fixed some walkways, mainly down there by the river. So you can cross the James now safely well, on, yeah. on a bike and on foot. On the walkways, though, that's on my hit list because they like to refer to themselves as the River City. Which, the River City, everything's River City constructed. River City this, River City that. That's true. R River City outhouses, but this is the only city I've been to with a major river that doesn't have a decent river walk. You know, with parks and restaurants. And, and they have they have wasted space down there. What is the canal walk? It's basically a mud hole with a couple pieces of granite on it. It's brown. It's, it's, it's disgusting, dude. There's, a, I don't know if it's still running. We took the little boaty around that one time, yeah, but it's. But it's not a river. You go to San Antonio, St. Louis. They got a river walk. Yeah, they need to have like a big access area down there to the river, like got, a huge got, place where you can drag your kayak or whatever you're talking about. Thirty foot concrete wall they call the flood wall that, that really doesn't work. Yeah. You don't say that. <laughs> he just did. Yeah, we need if, if they would if they would utilize what they got, and I think they're starting to further south of Richmond. But yeah, that was put the. Uh, baseball field down there 
I don't know why we haven't built a ballpark right on the water. Or ballpark, period. <laughs> you even want us falling apart? Yeah, no, we, uh, we ran off a, a decent uh, minor league team, and now we got like uh, some kind of high school league or something. 13th grade or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it the singlest A you can get. It's, I'll tell you what it is. It's unwatchable. We, we went to a game a couple years back, and it's, it's unwatchable. Yeah. Plus the dudes that are playing, they're trying to make it. I get right, it, right. but it, it's just it's not. No, the city they they've done. They're trying. They're they're trying. They're failing, but they're trying. But you know, a lot of places where the speed limit was thirty-five, they've they've cut it down to twenty-five. Residential areas. They're trying to get people not run over down there. You know. City Hall, they've done some good things, but not much. And now we're going to go ahead and get to all the bad. Now, this is going to take a while, probably. Now, let's remember, Richmond is the capital of Virginia and the capital of the Confederacy. Uh, they're trying to get rid of that, though. Yeah, well, you know, in, in that, the history of Richmond is it, it, it's long and storied. I can't. I don't even can't get into. That. I know. We we're not going to get into that. All right. Let's just go. We're on a, a little traffic thing here. At least we're trying to go that way. They've adopted this attitude down there that they don't want your car down there. They've made that very clear. They want you on a bus or on a bike. There has been no parking in Richmond since the '80s, and it's getting progressively worse. Dude, we were talking about bicycles last podcast. They're making more goddamn bike lanes down there. Right. Taking away travel. It's, yeah, right. it, it's, you can't park anywhere. You can't make a left turn anywhere. Well, a couple years ago, they, they ruined pretty much vehicle traffic for about, what, 50 blocks down there in the city for this new bus system. Okay. Now, me describing it on here, it can't do it justice. You go down there and ride it. I mean, the thing's damn near like a snake. It's like you swerve to the right, you swerve to the left. You don't know if you're in the parking lane, the turn lane, the bike lane. You don't even know where you're at. If, if anybody that's grew up with public transportation knows the bus stops on the right-hand side of the road, sit on the bench, wait on the bus. These half of them are on the right, three-quarters of them are in the median. The other half is, I'm not good at arithmetic, but that's 15 halves. They're everywhere, dude. It, it's an asinine system. Of course, some brilliant engineers came up with this, but and some of the bus stops are right in the middle of the street. I mean, you got to risk your life just to go in there and get on the bus. Well, they're, they're talking, it's bad enough they took those lanes up now, and people don't know where to go because left sometimes, right half the time, it's all over the place. Now they're talking about painting the goddamn things. They're going to paint the whole lane like red. So <laughs> you know, to take the red public, lane. The traveling public knows you can't travel in yeah. It's, I don't know how it does. This is a pulse system or something, and, and apparently it's... Is that what it's called? Yeah. The pulse. Yeah, the pulse people, they put up, I don't know, there's hundreds of these little purple signs all throughout the city that say it's a bus stop there. And you know what's there? Crick, crickets. <laughs> Take a drink. There's nothing there. All these bus stops, and I, you don't see not one soul standing at one of them. It, it cannot be financially viable to run that thing. You're going you're to run a, a bus now, a, a diesel-driven bus that probably gets six miles a gallon out here to the deep west end to pick up one guy. 
and his bicycle to, to put on the front of it? You'll, you'll never hear that. You'll never hear it on the news. You'll never see it in the paper about the beating they're taking on this thing. They're not even breaking even. There's no way. You know, buses have run up and down the city forever. But they spent all this money for this, and you look on the bus, and there's like two heads on this thing. That's it. That's right. That's right. And the guy that kills me is the guy that rides his bicycle. We were on bicycles a couple of last. The guy that rides his bicycle to the bus stop. Now, I'm on the bus waiting to get to work at 6.30 in the morning, and bicycle guy's got to strap his shit to the front of the bus. On it's the like track. a 20-minute, yeah. Get, get this thing bus. moving. Uh, yeah, that's now, the bad luck for them was as soon as they got that thing going down there, then the corona hit, okay? <laughs> and then they were begging somebody. It was free. I think it's still free. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it is, yeah. But and still nobody's taking it. It's free and nobody's taking it. it there, there might be 150 people a day on the whole line. Well, you're talking about the parking down there. The way they configured this thing, they took out the parking lane for blocks and blocks and blocks down there. So all those businesses down there, the pawn shops and all the other legitimate businesses, there's nowhere for anybody to park to go into their place. So it's crickets down there. They're, they're, they're closed. There's, there's empty building after empty building because they basically ran in people out of business. And, and, and I don't know. It's probably the last time we were in Richmond. 20 years ago to go down to eat, and, and it was decent, and, and you, you could find a place to park, but you had to look for 30 minutes, but now, if you want to go down there, you, you better park outside and pick that ridiculous pulse bus that, that doesn't get you where you're going. Yeah, they, they took certain areas too, and Dan, you know exactly what this is. Instead of having two travel lanes of traffic, they've done it in several areas down there, they got rid of one lane and made that the parking lane, which looks like it's in the middle of the road because it is, to create this six-foot-wide bike lane that nobody's using. Somebody is going to die down there when they park their car, and I come through in the middle of the night just trying to get home from a 2 a.m. shift and drive into the back of a goddamn Buick. Because <laughs> you're driving down the lane. It's like, I get out of this one. It's a parking lane all of a sudden. Yeah, when they first put it up like that down there, I saw cars pull behind the parked cars waiting like, for them to go. Yeah, That's how case. stupid it is. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, you, you can go down there from 8 o'clock in the morning until 8 p.m. tonight, and I bet you three bikes come down that bike lane. They did all that for nothing. I mean, they could ride that bike on the side of the road on the sidewalk. And I, don't, I don't know what happened. It, it, it seems to me it happened overnight. Because I used to work down there, the, the 80s, we used to roll down there, great music venues, great places to go. That's all destroyed now. The music scene sucks. You're, yeah. you're the musician. You know that. And well, the, I mean, the pandemic didn't help. Well, you're not, it doesn't feel like you're welcome down there, is what it, I'm saying. It started long before that. I mean, there, there, were, some, there were some really good mayors that were, when they did that mayor at large thing. There were some good dudes. And, and they did great with it, and they were pushing it. And, and it seems like the past eight or ten years, it's it just progressively going in the toilet. I'm mean, circling the drain, dude. Yeah, they, just to keep hammering on the parking thing, they hired this outside company 
to come down there and write tickets. And these jerkers are like sharks circling bloody water. I mean, it, it's very aggressive. I, I'm when I say these things, it's not because I saw them once. I saw this over and over again. If that little parking sign says you can park there for an hour, you better get your tail back there in an hour because the minute you park that car, he's coming with that chalk stick and he's going to hit that tire. And if you're one minute late, you're done. We affectionately refer to them as the parking Nazis. <laughs> right. Right. They just, you're not going to be an hour and three minutes because they're going to mark it when they go by. If you're lucky, you're there 10 minutes before they walk by. And then they're going to walk by and chalk you. And when they come by again in 59 and a half minutes and see that chalk, it's a ticket. I, I, I caught a girl one day and I was like, oh, that's my call. Too late. Already put it in the system. Can't take No take backs. It was like when right. you were 10 years old. No take backs. What do you think? Uh, I'm right here. I'm moving my shit. Like I said, it, it's too aggressive. I mean, you just parked there two seconds ago. Each one of these parking Nazis, he's only got like maybe four or five blocks to cover. So he's constantly circling. Once he sees one car that he doesn't recognize, he's all over it. Well, I, I think it's because they turned it over to, to a private business that, that they get paid on the tickets. Oh, for each ticket he writes, I mean, he gets about it. probably. If it, were, if it were a city worker, he wouldn't be doing a guy. He ain't making that circle. I got it. I got a ticket down there in, in a work zone that we had the block closed, and it was my own no parking signs that I put up. And I went over there and talked to the girl. I'm like, hey, you know, we're working here. The truck's got lights on it and sirens and everything. We're out here working. She's like, oh, well, it's too late now. You can go down to room 209 to City Hall and That's go right. fight it. That's right. So I know a guy who actually went down to City Hall to fight a parking ticket and got another parking ticket because there's, no, there's nowhere to park down at City Hall. I mean nowhere. If, if you have to go to City Hall, you go on the buddy system. But one guy drives, <laughs> or girl, and, and, and the wife drops you out, and she circles the block while you run up to the 15th floor to give them your money for the water bill, the parking ticket, whatever the hell it is. Because if you, yeah, you're right. If you park down there, you're just getting towed, ticketed, something. Again, it, it all screams, we don't want you down here. And, and the parking signs... I'm too stupid to figure them out. You have to call a lawyer to figure it out. It says, well, you can park here Thursday between 1 and 3, but not on Friday after 4, and Saturday's off limits, and you got to have a sticker to park That's on this right. block. I mean, it, it is completely insane down there. They spend more more money on signage than they do on, on making parking areas. Yeah, it's, it's all screaming the same thing. But they ain't got to worry about me coming down there. I don't even drive through the city of Richmond anymore. I go around it. Again, <laughs> drink alert. Back in my day. Uh-oh, turn it up. You're the music guy. You remember all the music venues, and you, you can probably name a hundred of them. There's nothing now. Richmond has no music scene. The, the last thing they had, I think, was the, the Canal Club. That it, I think I play there. Yeah. It's drawn like 30 people a, a year now, dude. Yeah, the Broadberry's pretty decent. Maybe they'll get kicking again. The National's great, but like I said, Corona wiped them all out. They're, they're trying to get it, you know, get it going again. We'll see what happens. I mean, they got the outdoor shows, but you know, we're outdoors now, and yeah, nobody's sitting in this place. <laughs> I know I keep bitching about this heat, but I remember what was it? A 
show we went to at Maymont with Old Crow Medicine Show. Yeah. It was like 101 degrees. I thought I would die. You're better than I am. And that leads me right into people that come here to vacation. Oh, who? No. I don't know how bad it's got to be where they're at to have to come to Richmond for vacation. I mean, if you're a Civil War buff, not, you not, can, not anymore. Well, they kind of got rid of that. I can think of zero redeeming qualities now. If it comes to Richmond for a vacation, where are you going? You going to see the James River? I mean, yeah, on, I, I can tell you what. When they come here, it, it's a one and done. They're not coming back. You know, after they got to get, if they made it through one trip here, that's it. I mean, let's think about the destination. Really, destination travel that you have to see. Maymont, for anybody that might be listening, Maymont's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's a great big park. It's got outdoor. It's, it's awesome. That's, that's all I got. That's all you got. Well, again, when you get here, and again, I keep complaining about it, but it's the humidity, the heat the dew point, whatever, all of it together just, it, it, it adds up to nasty. I, I read this book one time called The Albion Seed, and Albion is another word for the English, I think. And in this book, it goes into great detail about us coming over here from England. And the ones that settled in this area, the Mid-Atlantic area, when they first got here, they were like, this place is awesome. It's got rivers, creeks, mountains, fields, forests, beaches. I mean, this is like heaven. I'm going to take a shot. They landed early fall, early spring. <laughs> and then when summer hit these cats, what happened? They said this is the nastiest hellhole they've ever... Because they had never felt the thing about it. They're from England where it's... I've never been there, but you would think it's a little cool and clammy and a little wet. You get some idea when you go to Disney World and the English are all there and they're the palest people you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. I'll give you an idea how hot it is. If you've ever seen two hamsters scrogging in a wool sock, it's, it's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. I mean, you've got to remember, those dudes had never felt 98 degrees with 95% humidity. And, and there was no way for them to get out of it. They couldn't just, like, we'll come out of the fields... And, and go sit in the air condition. They didn't even have a, a, a box fan to sit in front of. <laughs> when, when you're, the desert heat is different. Everybody said the dry heat. Right. That's true. You get in the shade, it's 100 degrees, well, 40 degrees cooler. You get in the shade here, and you're just out of the sun. I mean, it's, it's like a half a degree cooler, day. Right. It ain't good. Yeah, they, they didn't get any first aid classes either on uh, heat exhaustion and uh, what's the other one that takes you out? Nobody heat stroke. They just stroked right out and that was the end of it. I attributed it to the you know, flag or something. Maybe I can get a job at the uh, Department of Tourism. I'm, I'm available. Right, let's keep hammering away. All right. Just stand in front of Short Pump Mall with a sign saying tourism. Don't, don't forget, we got King's Dominion is a German-fested amusement park right up the road. So you could go there. Um, not supposed to say. Um, that place is like a concrete jungle. They, they did put up a water park. So you can, you can go stick your head under the faucet when's, up there if you're about to stroke out. Just, just out of curiosity, when's the last time you and the family? 
God. 86? <laughs> 25 years ago. I'm talking about the vacationers once they come here. They're going to come here and pay $18.50 for a 14-inch pizza after they paid $17 to park in 35 That's the one that gets me. If they're going to clip you before you even get in the door, that that's wrong. I don't even know what it costs to get in that place anymore. I could care less. I mean, we got Water Country and Bush Gardens. I'm just trying to say ones that are hoteling around here, where do they go and what do they do? And Bush Gardens in Water Country, you can get out of the sun there and survive. And all of this stuff is, what, 45 minutes away maybe? Yeah, and, and, and Richmond does host, uh, Virginia Beach hosts the East Coast Surf Championship you know, every year. Oh, that's not good. Hot beer is not good. <laughs> I saw the face. Yeah, I, I mean, other than floating to James, you know, grabbing a kayak or tubing or something, I really... Now, the James River, a, a neighbor of mine does do the, um, does do the, uh, rapids, the, uh, the kayak. Yeah, that's cool. It, 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 Richmond is the destination yeah. for kayaking because the rapids they got. And there's access to it down there. But what I was saying about it is beginning, why don't they just build some big, like you were talking about, like a big park thing right something, there where it's so easy to get in and out yeah. with like a thousand parking spaces. Like, please come down to the city and, and enjoy it. We can't do that because we're destroying the only coliseum we have. Yeah. Coming down. What happened with the Navy Hill deal? Huh? Uh, that I, Navy Hill sounded like a good thing, but then it just went up in smoke. Farrell uh, died, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all going to happen. It's just a matter of time. They're going to make it a park, dude. They're going to make yeah. it a green space. They think it's Central Park in New York. It ain't. Yeah. If you've ever been to Central Park, that, that ain't going to yeah. be Central Park. They just moved the bums out of there to, to decimate the Coliseum. Don't so say bombs. Vagrants, what do we, what's, what is Homeless. this? Homeless. Thank you. Yeah, the city of Richmond, they, they've got their pros and cons. There's a lot of cons down there. The ones that work for the city of Richmond, that's a joy too, if you, if you get to see this debacle. I watched four guys one day put up a sign. It was two bolts involved. And of course, they parked in the middle of the road one got out and set up the ladder. That was his contribution. He was done. The other one, he was holding the bolts. The other one was holding the wrench, and the other one went up the ladder. Now, I, that, that, <laughs> I will come to the defense of Richmond here. That's any government employee. Dude. I don't care if it's Richmond, the state, the federal. I, I don't care. It, it was hard to watch. It's I mean, it, it took an hour to take two bolts off of a sign and put a new sign up and two more bolts. But well, then they got to go to lunch for an hour and a half. Right, right. Yeah. I, and, yeah. I was going down the main drag. It's called Broad Street. It was January, which is obviously after Christmas. So I'm in one lane, the little snaky lanes down there, and everything's coming to a halt. So I'm like, what is going on? I mean, it's a total cluster bleep. So I get up to where the problem is, and there's the city morons are out there taking down Christmas lights off of these trees that were down the medium. This is right downtown, right in the middle of everything, okay? Why the truck was sitting there in the middle of the road, well, I know why I was sitting there, because nobody's going to walk. All I had to do was park that thing in the parking lot, pull on the side, on the side street, get the hell out of the middle of the road. Nope. They're out. Nobody was. There was no life or death situation. But we're going to block up traffic. Everybody's swerving to get away. 
because they're out there taking Christmas lights down. I mean, it was brutal, man. They're, they're, they're freaking idiots. They can just do like my neighbor and leave them up till like June. <laughs> that, that, that's the way to go. They, they can't even cut grass. Have you seen this? The grass cutting? It's a joke. These guys roll around with their zero turns. Have you seen those sticks they have? The little grabber sticks. They, they won't get off the mower to pick up trash. I've never they'll seen them pick up a piece of trash. Oh, they'll, they'll reach over with the grabber. My mistake, that's the county. That's You're the wrong. Mistake. The city just runs over the bottles and the cans. We'll see. There's a county out here called Henrico. And they border the city. And there's a big sign there that says, Welcome to Henrico. You just escaped from the city. <laughs> and if you watch the county, they get out there with their sticks with the little ice pick on the end and their bag. And yeah, they go out there and pick yeah. up the bottles and cans and syringes and get all that up. And then they cut the grass. But on the other side of the border, the city dudes, they're not picking up nothing. You come through there, it's... <laughs> I mean, shit is flying out from under that thing. You are correct. That was my mistake. It was the county. And guess where the lead truck guy, the white pickup truck, who's leading them to the next cut, guess where his truck is sitting? <laughs> right dead in the middle of the road. I mean, th these dudes are a freaking joke, man. Everything about the city of Richmond is a goddamn joke. I don't know. Well... I don't really care. The city of Richmond could burn down. I wouldn't blink an eye. Hell, they tried to burn they it down last year, almost, I think. It almost did. The Union Army did burn us down. Like yeah. I said, Tequila Dan and Scotch Steve, we don't live out there anyway, so they're not getting their tax money. Yeah. Not only do I not live out there, I will never live out there. So help me God. If I never hit the city limits, it'll be too soon. All right, we're going to move right on to Old Hot Chick of the Week. Do we have a drum roll? Hey, we'll take it. This is, this is a low-budget project, right? <laughs> Brooke Shields is the winner. She's a winner, 56 years old, from Manhattan, New York. She is six feet of lovely. Brick was Brick. Brooke was a model to start. She's supposedly still acting, but we won't get into that. Now, back in my day, I haven't seen her on Hallmark yet. Oh, Hallmark's calling. She did a movie back in my day called The Blue Lagoon. It's like 1980, so I was like 15 or 16. Hormones. I still remember some of the scenes. It got my attention. Brooke is no dummy. She graduated graduated from Princeton. Don't want to get into the. She made some bad choices with men. She married Andre Agassi for a easy, couple years. Easy now. I was an Andre fan. <laughs> he was good. He was good on the court. I don't know. They they tried it. She had some kind of weird connection with Michael Jackson, but I don't know. We're gonna stay positive. You know, Brooke. She's still very lovely to this day. Brooke, love and kisses to you. All right. She does some uh, commercials. The only thing I know her from is the but it's Colgate commercials. That's what Colgate? Okay. Yeah, she does have a nice thing. set of chompers. Well, when you got that kind of money, you can have All right. We're heading right into Liquor of the Week. Of course, the most important thing is what? The proof. It can be from 70 to 140. 140 is up there. Gin is distilled from the juniper berry. We're going with gin. We're going with gin, gin. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. All right. Gin 
Does anybody know anything about gin? You drink a lot of it. I don't. I drink a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I've been drinking it since the '80s, back when I was in college, and it was a bottle of aristocrat ah. and, a, and a squeeze bottle of lime juice. That's <laughs> right. Tonic. And now you've moved up to Hendrix. Well, in in, in England, I guess way back in the day, that gin was abundant and it got easy to distill and, and there were over like 15,000 drinking joints in London alone that were exclusively gin. Gin joints? Yeah. It was, it was It was the thing for England. And then they they raised the taxes on gin and people freaking rioted like they did in Richmond last year. They raised taxes on gin, London, and people rioted in like 1735 <laughs> or some shit. They you know, gin originally was produced by monks. Here we go with religion and alcohol again. As a medicine, you know, it's like, hey, I don't feel good. Let me get some gin. Make you feel different anyway. Up until like 1913, some gins were still flavored with turpentine, dude. Can you imagine drinking turpentine? Uh, after 1913, they outlawed that shit. Thank God somebody came to their senses. Gin's got a little bite it's to it anyway. It's... It's... When I was a kid, like 12, 13, uh, my pop used to drink gin and whatever the seltzer or tonic or whatever that shit is. Gin and tonic. Whatever. I, what I, that shit is, really? <laughs> I, I, as a kid, I sneaked around and took a taste, and I was like, this is the nasty-ass cough syrup. <laughs> I, I, I swore off a of gin at 13 years old. I don't know why at 21 I went, that's my drink. You had to pick one. I had to pick one. That's what I picked. <clears throat> I'm still trying to find one. <laughs> all right, I'm going to tell you my gin story. For some reason, I have a story for all these alcohols, liquors. But anyway. I, I am seeing, as you see a pattern develop with the tequila, I'm seeing a pattern to, to develop with your drinking. <laughs> all right, so this is like 1981. Did, did we go to a junior prom? Was it? A, I went two years, so it was yeah, it was the there, first there one. There was a junior prom. All right, that, that's this one. All right, well, I asked this religious girl to go. Was well, she a monk? No, she was. I did go to church with her one time. They were. I don't know if it was Pentecostal. They were into it, but anyway. So I pick her up. We go to the nice restaurant. It was down there off of Broad Street. It was. It was. A, remember, it was like a, a railroad car. It was called Victoria Station or something. Right. Went there, had some nice seafood. Went to the prom, got the picture done in front of the palm tree and whatever that was. Did a couple dances. Well, of course, Dirty Steve's got a cooler in the back seat to make slow gin fizzes. I'm thinking that's a girly drink. Always a motive. And she, she may, may have never had alcohol, so I was going to slowly introduce her to it, which was a bad these, play. What you, what's with you picking these religious gals and just I, think, I, I don't know. So anyway... You know what happened, right? The slow gin fizzes are going down. It didn't mix well with the seafood. So it's three words you never want to hear when you're rolling around drinking is, is the, the person in the backseat beside you going, pull it over. All right, so well, you better pull it over quick. So she's hollering, pull it over. Well, I'm in my dad's 76 Pontiac Grand Prix. Well, nice. back in my nice. day, it, 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 nice. it had a big metal door, you know. You didn't just pop the little latch. Nice you had to open the car. Yeah, so nice. she opens the handle. She's getting ready to blow. Didn't get quite open. <laughs> there it goes. All over my dad's car. And she's got a white prom dress on all the way down to the ankles. Now, here I am. i got to take her back to the house. 
religious mom, religious dad, here's your daughter with, you know what, all <laughs> over her face and everything. That sounds I, like a bad 1980s <laughs> movie, dude. It almost forgot it sounds like a bad It's just me. It's the way I roll. Is, is, there is a difference between slow gin and regular gin. Is it? Everybody thinks it's a slow gin fizz as the drink, but slow gin is different from regular gin, right? See, yeah. See, I like this thing. It's called pink gin. And they use it every time Ascot has a race, especially Ascot season when the queen comes out. They'll make a lovely drink with like ginger ale and mashed strawberries and pink gin. Well, I know something about it was pink because pink was all over the dress. It was all over my dad's car. So I had to drop it's, her off at the door, basically so ring nasty. the doorbell and run and, and, and then go to the car wash and clean out my That's dad's awesome, car. Dude. That's a bad thing. All right, we'll move on. All right. The bumper music we got today is The Dangerous Summer. They were formed in 2006 in Elliott City, Maryland. AJ and the boys have a lot of great songs. I want everybody to go get a pen and a piece of paper. I'm going to wait. All right, write these down and, and download them right after we're done. I'm waiting. Catholic girls, miles apart, siren, anchor, and the song we got today is Alpha Mall. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in a little tidbit. You know where they got their name, right? Uh, it's a... It's a Hemingway yeah, book? Yeah, Hemingway book, Dangerous Summer. It wasn't published until after. He just published it in like the 80s or something, but he wrote it in like 59 and 60. Hemingway was into bullfighting, so it had something to do with that. Yeah, it was conflicting bullfighting. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Okay. And dude, AJ, I know they, they formed in Ellicott City, but uh, they live up on Oregon Hill now in Richmond, which is one positive that can come out of the whole thing. Wow. Richmond sucks. Wow. Yeah. They're that close? They're up on Oregon Hill, yeah. I'm going to go down and check them out. Yeah, check those dudes out. That's yeah. Listen, when you listen to these songs, listen to the lyrics. Okay, words do matter. I mean, there's so many great bands out there that nobody's ever heard of, and that's why we're here. Heavy Gay, Heavy Gay, Fuck Them All, Listen. Heavy gay, I love that song. It's, you know what it is, right? It's we get, we got control over our own music now. Yeah. We left the record label and they can right. they can eat a bag <laughs> right. and, and we're doing our own thing. Right. Good for those guys. Yes. I love those independent dudes. All of them got a great sound. They they just don't have that financial back. I dig them. I do. Jessica in Tennessee, this one's for you. Everybody check out Dangerous Summer on YouTube or iTunes, wherever you get your music. All right, we want to thank everybody for listening. See you next week. See y'all down the road.